What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this first day of February. Welcome to a brand new month. Welcome to a brand new day, Thursday, although your day, I'm sure it got started a long time ago. Mine did too. I'm here doing the show in Medellin. I'll be back in South Florida on Monday, just a few days from now. I got my poker tournament on Tuesday. This morning, I went downstairs. I had some coffee. I had some eggs. I had some toast. I had my laptop there. I had my phone. I was doing some work because I'm always working, getting ready for this program Monday through Friday figuring out what topic I am going to lead with, what else will come up. There's a lot of conversations that go on in my head, not like some crazy person, not like somebody in Times Square at, I'd say, 2 in the morning, but now it's even earlier, maybe even 11 p.m. or or midnight. Jeez, if you've been to New York lately and you go through Times Square that time of night, you're going to see a whole lot of crazy people having conversations in their head. And then they go outside their head and so on. My conversations in my head in the morning have to do with the show. Being prepared to talk to all of you. And right now, here on February 1st, we are getting ready for the big event. The Pro Bowl games this weekend. So excited for that. Said nobody ever. I will not even watch the Pro Bowl games. Not because I'm protesting it. It's just that I have no interest. I would rather be hanging out with friends than watching the Pro Bowl games. And imagine going to it, like making this a, a, a thing, calling up a friend or a family member, having this part of something big, like a a bucket list. Hey, we got to go to the Pro Bowl games. You're going to get in your car and you're going to drive to Orlando. Orlando. Or get there some other way, fly, take a train. No way. I'm not doing it. Some people do. Can't even imagine paying for a, a ticket to that. But people have different bucket lists. You want to check things off. I have not really a bucket list. Like, I don't have an actual list. I'm not checking anything off. But I do have things that I've thought of that I want to do, places I want to go this year, next year. The Pro Bowl games, they are definitely not on my list. And then once the Pro Bowl games are over, then it's time for the anticipation of the Super Bowl. That will be here before you know it. We'll watch the 49ers and the Chiefs, and then we'll pay attention the entire offseason to what the Miami Dolphins are going to do, what they should do. That should make for some great conversation, shouldn't it? Not only between... Me and you, but you and your friends, your family, you and writers that you're reading stories from. I'm kind of looking forward to the Dolphins offseason. 
But before we get there, we got the Pro Bowl games, and then we got the Super Bowl. The teams, they're not in Vegas yet. They'll get there soon. And then we'll have Super Bowl media day, the hype, all the hoopla will begin. Radio Row. Oh, thank gosh. I am not taking part in that. I am so happy that I am not going to Vegas. Rarely do I say that. I was just in Vegas a week ago. Actually, less than a week ago I was there. I was there the other day. And I saw the setup in the airport, the signs up for the Super Bowl. It was a perfect time to go to Vegas before everybody gets there, before the chaos begins. The Super Bowl itself is great, but everything the week leading up to it, especially on the radio, oh my gosh, it's terrible. If you tune into a show that is broadcasting from the Super Bowl city, that show is not going to be good. For the most part. You may have a national show on television or something that'll be good. But from a radio perspective, forget about it. Radio Row is the worst week of radio listening. See, that's the issue. The broadcast is for the listener. However, the listener during a Radio Row week gets treated to horrendous content. Radio Row is for the host. The host wants to be able to brag. It's not for you guys in the audience. The host wants to say, I had Peyton Manning on in the last hour. Meanwhile, he might be hawking a testosterone booster. I had Joe Montana on also. Wow, what a show we had. Except they don't tell you that Joe Montana was on there and he was promoting avocados. You know, I teamed up with the Hass Avocado Board and yeah. talking about the, the party side of the game. You know, <laughs> Big names, bad interviews. That's what Radio Row is. I saw a tweet two days ago from a national publication, a producer, saying, hey, we're going to be on Radio Row. If you want to be a guest, reach out to me. If you have to ask for guests and you will take anyone who reaches out to you, that means you are not putting on a good radio show. Now, the week leading up to the Super Bowl next week, I will put on a good radio show because I will not be on Radio Row. I will talk about the big bets coming up for the Super Bowl as we get closer and closer to the game. We could look at the game from a betting perspective, something much more compelling to a lot of people. A same-game parlay. How could you make money? That is way more fun than saying, hey, we had on Joe Montana. You know, I teamed up with the Hass Avocado Board. And- yeah. I don't even like avocados so I would never bring somebody on to pitch avocados I don't care who it is you you know I don't bring on a lot of guests on this program I get pitched all of the time 
I get pitched for, hey, bring on this person, bring on that person. And you've heard these names before, but it's all about some event they're doing. I probably have a guest like that come on here maybe once a year, maybe, if I can kind of get some interest out of it. But pitching products all the time for you, what, what is that going to do? I come on here, I talk sports, and I can pitch a few things that I do on a daily basis. That's called advertising. But to bring on guests to advertise for something you may not have even heard of or something you're not going to buy, no thanks. So this morning while I was eating my eggs and toast with some butter on it and having my second cup of coffee, I knew the topic that I would start with today because it's a no-brainer. I have to start today talking about a Finally, we get to do it. It's a Thursday. It's not a Monday. I remember Victory Mondays for the Miami Dolphins. Today is a Victory Thursday for the Miami Heat. And I want to talk about that W the Heat got last night, but I can't until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. I was watching that game last night, and I don't know about you, but I was very excited to see that the Miami Heat streak finally came to an end. Because they got a W, I think right now on this Thursday, it is time to celebrate. The seven-game losing streak is now a thing of the past. The Miami Heat got a much-needed win over the Sacramento Kings, and that's a good team that they beat. Now Miami flies to D.C. They face the Wizards tomorrow night. That's a very winnable game. So maybe the Heat could build up a nice little winning streak here. But before we get to two in a row, let's talk about the streak buster. We can cross one technique off of all of the moves that you can make to finally end a streak. And I talked about it yesterday. You could do a players-only meeting, the closed-door meeting. You could have a coach getting ejected or at least a technical foul. You could have a fight either with the other team or with your own on the bench. And then the other part on that list, the very serious film session. It's a film session where everybody sits down, everybody's watching the video, and everybody's airing it out. That is the route the Miami Heat took. They took that film session, the vent session, a very tough watching session when you have lost seven games in a row. So Eric Spolster said, we're all going to sit down, we're going to stick our noses in this mess, and see exactly what has caused us to be in this spot. Now, to the Miami Heat's credit, lots of teams talk about making the move to snap the slump, but they don't actually do it. The Miami Heat, they did it. They stopped the slump, 
after holding one of those, hey, we're going to look at this tape seriously sessions. Now, if you heard me talk about the Miami Heat over the past few games, I was never worried about this team. I was talking about it the past three days, how this streak and this moment, it's happening in January. Sure, it's February 1st now, but that losing streak was in January. That win yesterday was the last day of January. What happens in January? Like losing seven in a row? It's not going to have any impact on what happens come playoff time. Could it have an impact on getting in or not? Yes, if you are a lower-tier team. The Miami Heat are not a lower-tier team. You can get at me about last season. Hey, they barely got in. They were a clear play-in team. Now, they lost the first play-in game. They had to win the second one, yes. But it's about getting in. The Miami Heat will be getting in. I don't think there's any of us who think, oh, they're not going to get in. They're going to get in. So being that they will be in the playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Yes, the playoffs. Being that they will be there, a seven-game losing streak in January is not going to have an effect on them come mid-April, come May, hopefully the middle of June. The standings, they matter a bit. Seven losses in a row, it wound up dropping them into that play-in territory again. That's where they are right now. But just remember, that's where they were last year. And what impact did it have on them come playoff time? Zilch. Nothing. Nada. Small potatoes. No potatoes. Diddly squat. A big old goose egg. That's right. Zero impact. The NBA season is long. Perhaps too long. Now, I don't think the baseball season is long. But baseball is different. It's a different animal. You got starting pitchers who can only pitch one out of every five games. It's different. I'm not going to get into that combo. But 82 games in basketball is like a lifetime. And then if a team is lucky, you've got several best-of-seven series. So wouldn't it be illogical for a team to exert all of their energy now, even in February, when they've still got March to play and they've still got half of April to play before they get to the playoffs? It wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. I see value to the regular season. I'm not saying... You shouldn't try at all. I mean, you have to because you've got to get in. If you can also get a one or two seed, having every playoff series start in your building is probably useful. But you've got to break this all down. What is a championship? A championship in the NBA is winning four out of seven in a series. If it has to go seven. But you've got a best of seven series. You've got to win four games in each series. And you've got to do that several times. You've got to have the ability to beat a team over and over and over again. 
You got to go through all the emotions of a playoff series. You got to ride the waves of ups and downs. It's not about going all out here in late January or early February or even early March. A smart team, a team that's built for the playoffs, uses the 82 games as a warm-up to figure everything out. Let's figure out the lineups and the matchups. Let's figure out who plays well together. Get that rotation set. How is the team going to respond in certain situations? That's what you figure out during an 82-game schedule. Now, if you're a team like the Pistons, if you're a team in the NBA that is just not good at all, you're not really figuring out what's going to happen come playoff time because you already know you're not going to be there. You're just figuring out your future. You're letting youngsters play. Totally different story. For the Miami Heat, they know they're going to be there. So let's use as many of these 82 games as we can to make sure come playoff time we're set and we're ready to go. When it comes to last night, what impressed me the most, the 40 assists. That's a franchise record. Lots of great passing. Tyler threw a few alley-oops to Bam. One that was remarkable because of how Bam went up and got it. It's like, wow, how do you you even do that? Jimmy Butler, he was engaged. He scored more than 30. Tyler and Terry, they were taking on a facilitating role last night. Josh Richardson, have yourself a night. What a difference he made. His hot shooting off of the bench, just a nice team win for the Heat. And they looked like they were having fun. And that's been Jimmy Butler's point for the past week and a half. He's like, let's get back to having fun. And once the team relaxes and starts having fun, the tide is going to turn. That's what Jimmy's belief was, and that's the way it looked to me. It proved to be true. Now, it's one victory. We're not going to go crazy here and say, oh, they're going to win seven in a row now. But you break that seven-game losing streak, and that's big. And now you can beat the Washington Wizards tomorrow night, make it two in a row, have fun while you're out there. You can ask the question of which comes first, winning or fun. Like, does having fun lead to more winning, or are teams having fun because they're winning? The Heat, they'll figure that out. Figuring that out is a much better problem to have than if the Heat had lost their eighth in a row last night. Then the convo today would be the old, uh, what's wrong with this team? And what are they going to have to do next? The film session didn't work. Now Spoh's going to have to get ejected. They're going to have to start arguing. We don't have to get into that conversation now because the Miami Heat finally got a W. Thank gosh. And now, let them have fun. Again, will they have fun because they're winning, or will the winning come because they're having fun? Either way, you can go ahead and try to figure that out. It doesn't matter. Just just keep winning. 
And Scary Terry, he's going to have to be a big part of this moving forward. Picking up W's. Whatever the Miami Heat do come playoff time, a lot of it's going to have to do with Scary Terry. They didn't just acquire a player in Terry. They acquired a point guard. They acquired a guy whose job it'll be to run the show. And he's been in Miami, what, about a week? So I would expect a learning curve there. And not just for him, but also for Bam playing with Scary Terry and Tyler and Caleb and Jimmy. We're talking about a point guard. He runs the show. And in a week, Do we think he's up to speed on all of the right play calls? It's got to take a minute. And we keep forgetting that, especially the people who were panicked by this streak. You've got somebody adjusting to a new team, a new scheme, a new coach, a new vocabulary. It takes time. Terry Rozier is a vet. He's been around for a while. And he's super talented. But give him a minute. I don't want to go too crazy with one win. But I do want to take a look at this entire group of Miami Heat players. And I'll do that in just a moment. What you guys should do is get on over to my poker tournament this coming Tuesday night at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. The Slater Scoops Poker Tournament will have $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool, and it all happens Tuesday night, five days away. That's February 6th at the Hard Rock. $250 buys you into my tournament. Get on over there to the Hard Rock in the poker room on Tuesday. The tournament starts at 6 p.m. That's when cards go in the air. You don't have to get there by 6, though. You have until 9.30 p.m. to get there next Tuesday night. No excuse about traffic, getting out of work late. You've got until 9.30 p.m. next Tuesday to register for my poker tournament with a minimum of $20,000 in the prize pool. Don't miss it. I hope to see you at the poker tables next Tuesday night, five days away. It's February 6th. Cards in the air at 6 p.m., you could register until 9.30. 20 grand guaranteed in the prize pool for the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament coming up Tuesday night at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Live racing going on at Gulfstream Park right now. It's a Thursday. They got live racing every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It is the championship meet happening at Gulfstream Park. And the championship meet, That means the best of the best, the best horses in the world, the best jockeys in the world, the best of everything in the world is right now in Hollandale Beach in our own backyard at Gulfstream Park. If you're heading out to a live race day at Gulfstream, which again is Thursday through Sunday, I highly suggest going to 10 Palms. That is Gulfstream Park's trackside restaurant. Make a reservation. Go to GulfstreamPark.com to get the reservation going. You get a nice table, have a fantastic meal, watch the races live right in front of you, and, of course, you could wager on them. Heck, you don't even have to wager a lot. You could wager 10 or 20 cents, and you could make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. 
live racing Thursday through Sunday during the championship meet going on right now, literally right now at Gulfstream Park. So let's talk about this group of Miami Heat players. They lose seven in a row. They win last night over a good Sacramento Kings team. Are these Miami Heat players getting sick of each other? Because, again, I'm not here to tell you after this win last night that everything is fine, that the team is great. They're going to roll off seven or eight in a row right now. It'd be fantastic if they did, but I'm not here to say that. I don't want to be misunderstood. I'm not saying, hey, the NBA Finals are back on. We're not there, and we're not even close to there yet. But let's keep in mind that this is year five with this group, the group of Tyler, Bam, and Jimmy. And they have been through dang near everything over the past few seasons. They had the bubble finals, and they just had the Denver finals. Jimmy Butler carried this Heat franchise to special places the past few years. There's no denying that Jimmy and this core have not been able to get over the hump yet. So the big question is, this group as they're put together right now, because you got the trade deadline coming up, this current group, what will it take? What can they do to get over that hump, to deliver a parade down Biscayne Boulevard? What can this current team do to get to that? Can they get themselves connected a little bit more? Can they be on the same page a bit more? Now, having Scary Terry on the team and he's new to the squad, they're going to have to figure that out, and I think they will. They'll figure it out on the court, and I think off the court, it'll help them too. You bond together off the court, it helps you on the court. You've got the locker room. You, you've got your team. You've just got to be together. If there are issues that are happening off the court, like team-related issues, and those continue, they aren't figured out. And again, I don't know, I'm just saying. But if you let those continue, over time, that can become a worse problem for a team. You've got the trade deadline coming up. If there are issues inside of this team, it may not be a bad time to say we've got to get rid of these issues and we've got to move in this direction, whatever direction that might be. And I bring this up because, again, I don't want to make it seem or, or sound like everything's good now because they won a game. I'm glad they won a game. I'm glad the streak is over. But that doesn't mean everything is good. Maybe there are issues that a lot of us don't know about. 
reality is this team did have a talk. They had that film session that Spo mentioned, and they needed it. They vented in that session. If certain guys were frustrated by the performance of others, it was a very smart time to just air it all out. When you can air everything out, get it all out on the table, that is the best chance you have of moving forward and being successful. Because when you unload everything, then the issues become smaller. They become more manageable because now everybody's in on these issues. Suddenly the thing that might have had Bam upset or Caleb upset or Jay Rich or Tyler or even Spo for that matter, the things that were bothering these guys, they're now out there. Admittance, talking about it, letting it out is the best way to get through it. That's not just with basketball, that's with anything in life. Spo made a dang good point after the game too. He said, yes, this is a team that lost seven in a row, but this is also a team that has won seven in a row during the season. And that's how you end up right near 500. You win seven in a row, you lose seven in a row. The point is, this is a roster that can go either way. This is a team that's capable of ripping off a bunch of wins, but if they're not locked in and they're not engaged, we've seen they're also capable of losing seven straight. Just remember, though, this is all the regular season. Yes, you always want to put your best foot forward, but when you have a team such as the Miami Heat, a team that was in the NBA Finals last season, why would you sweat a seven-game losing streak? This team has such bigger goals than what happens during the regular season. It's not like this is the National Hockey League and they're going after the President's Trophy. Jimmy knows what he's doing. And we always should remember that. Last night, he wanted to be real Jimmy. He was scoring. He was hitting threes. He was playing bully ball. He was being Jimmy Butler. Jimmy knows how to be a really good basketball player. And most importantly, Jimmy knows his own body. He knows what he needs to get him ready and be fresh and keep himself healthy throughout the entire NBA playoffs. Jimmy is capable of that, and he's proven it time after time. It's just so important to remember that. Last season, towards the end, I came on here, and I didn't remember that. I went the complete opposite way. I was like, this Heat team, they're not going anywhere. Look at them. They might as well not even get in because just get get some extra rest, be ready for next year, get a better draft pick. What's the point? And I learned my lesson. For the final time, I learned my lesson. Don't freak out about the regular season, especially when it comes to the Miami Heat. The Heat are just different. When the games count the most and you've got Spo as your head coach, things are going to get handled. They know what they're doing. 
They don't want to lose seven in a row. Nobody does. But don't freak out. You saw they got a win last night. Let them do their thing. I guarantee you no other team in the NBA wants to play the Miami Heat in the first round. You don't want to play the Heat in any series because the adjustments that Eric Spolstra can make over time, specifically in a seven-game series, forget it. It is why Spo is the best in the business. There's a lot of different businesses. The basketball business, Eric Spolstra is fantastic with it. Believe in him. Trust him. I mean, I don't even have to tell you that. You've seen it for yourself. And when it comes to buying a home or needing a mortgage or refinancing, believe in Stewie. You may not know Stewie, but you should get to know him. Stewie's got the bagel loan. Pretty cool name, right? The bagel loan. It's no gimmick. It's legit. A bagel in the middle, it's got a zero. At least that's what it looks like. There's nothing in the middle of a bagel. It's a zero. And that is exactly what you will pay Stewie. No lender fees, no appraisal fees. Contact Stewie right away if you're buying a home, need a mortgage, or even refinancing. Ask Stewie about the bagel loan. I'm going to give you Stewie's personal cell phone number. 561-379-4441. Again, Stewie's personal cell phone. 561-379-4441. You could Google bagel loan if you want, but just remember, bagel loan, it's like a zero. You will pay Stewie nothing. MLS number 226715. The Miami Heat pick up a W, and what else do we have going on in South Florida sports? The Dolphins aren't playing. The Marlins aren't playing, at least not yet. The Panthers are not playing. Anyone else missing the Florida Panthers right now? I kind of am. I know the NHL All-Star game is this weekend, but to not have the Panthers going at the same time as the Miami Heat It's a little weird right now because football season with the Dolphins is over and done with, and it's been like that for two and a half, three weeks. So it leaves us with smaller windows to work with. Now, I'm not saying that that can't be done. Here on this show, anything can be done. But if we had the Heat and Panthers playing at the same time, it's better than just only having one team playing. Either way, I would still be leading with the Heat and talking all about the Miami Heat if the Florida Panthers were in action because the Heat, they're certainly worthy of the conversation. But if hockey were going on right now, it would make things even better. We got the series, or shall I say, Siri del Caribe. Caribe? Siri del Caribe? Is that the way to pronounce it? In English, it's the Caribbean series. That's going on right now at Lone Depot Park. It started this morning, 10.30 a.m., breakfast at Lone Depot. I don't know if they were really serving breakfast. I mean, they should. 10.30 a.m., the game starts. That means fans are getting in there at 10 or 9.30. This morning's crowd wasn't so big, but the... Caribbean series 
That's going to be going on for a week, and I think I'm going to go to the final. I'll just show up for the final. Why not? It's next Friday, the final. We'll see uh, maybe the Dominican Republic will be in the final. Now, if the Caribbean series had... Colombia! Well, you know I'd be there for that and who I'd be rooting for. There's no USA in the Caribbean series, so you've got to pick another team. And the Caribbean series, in case you don't know what it is, it's kind of like the World Series, but in all these different leagues, you have the winner from each league, and then they play in the Caribbean series. I don't need to explain it any more than that because you probably don't care to hear an explanation, and I don't care to give a further explanation. If you want to read more about it, just Google Caribbean series and you'll have everything right there on your screen that you could possibly want to know. I'm ready for real baseball. Yes, it's real baseball to take over Lone Depot Park. Pitchers and catchers will be reporting later this month. And then next month, we're just a little bit more than a month away from the Marlins returning to action with how many Major League free agent signings? Zilch. Nothing. Nada. Small potatoes. No potatoes. Diddly squat. A big old goose egg. Oh, those Marlins. A win total, though, of 78 and a half. I don't know how the Marlins can get to 79 wins this season. Sandy Alcantara is out for the year, even though he wasn't Cy Young Sandy last season still maybe the Marlins will make some trades but any trade rumor or report that I've read has to do with them trading starting pitching I don't know how you fix the Marlins other than I mean I don't know how to fix them without spending money let me put it that way you could fix the Marlins by spending money spend a lot of money But the Marlins aren't spending a lot of money. So how do you fix this team? What could you possibly do? Either way, I'll go to games. I love baseball. Here on this show, I love talking baseball. I'm talking baseball. And look, the Super Bowl is a little bit more than a week away. And then after the Super Bowl, we'll get into the Dolphins offseason and We'll see what decisions they make. But baseball, 162 games. Watching games every single night. The MLB extra innings package, I love it. I got all those packages. MLB, NBA, NHL, football, of course. I do not have the MLS package, though, which is now on Apple TV. I've got Apple TV. But I don't have the MLS package. I'm just not into enough soccer to get that. Although I did see some soccer headlines pertaining to Messi and Inter-Miami. And I want to bring that up, and I will in just a moment. Here's something, though, that I've been bringing up for quite some time now. How you should contact Trajan Wealth if you want or need help with your financial goals. 
Some of us think, oh, we got this. Like, I got this handled. I got my buddy taking care of it. I got my family member taking care of it. Maybe your financial goals are not really where you want them to be. That's why you contact Trajan Wealth. Because Trajan Wealth, they will help you design a plan based around those goals that you have. And I know we're into a new month now in February, but still, some of you made some new goals for 2024. You haven't acted on them yet. Well, act on this by calling Trajan Wealth because it will cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth. And they're located locally in Palm Beach. Visit TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com or call Trajan Wealth at 561-390-1000. Don't wait any longer. Get a hold of Trajan Wealth today. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. So there's no superstar showdown today. Lionel Messi and Inter Miami, they went to Saudi Arabia. Ronaldo was there. This was supposed to be the Battle of the Titans, two of the best to ever do it. Instead, it didn't happen. Ronaldo is still recovering from an injury. He's not playing. Messi, around, I want to say, 12 o'clock this afternoon, not too long ago, I saw Michelle Kaufman from the Miami Herald uh, tweeted out that Messi injured himself. Nothing serious, I don't believe. Uh, but he is also not going to play. And Messi's the one who plays in the States now and is never over there. So people, they got to be really disappointed about that. I get that Inner Miami is a global brand now. It's because of Messi. It's because of one player. I know he's got three friends on the team, but nobody gets the same reaction everywhere in the world like Messi does. Inner Miami is going to go to Hong Kong. It'll be nuts. When they come back stateside, people will go nuts. Messi is just another level. That's why when he walked into Publix, people lost their mind. Like, this dude's getting Cheerios at Publix. We still haven't seen him play a match, though, in actual Miami for Inter-Miami. You know, in the 305 area code where their stadium's supposed to be? I won't get going on that again. That's all the time I got for this Thursday afternoon. We'll do it again tomorrow. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.